Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Yes, hello indeed. We are running a smidge late. Sorry about that. Good morning. 603 Club, how are we feeling this morning? So good to see everybody. Halfway through the week, that's the good news. We will start with you. In case you're new to this, every day this time we come together. We're like a club because where else are you going to meet up with friends at 6 a.m.? You're not going to. Right. There's nowhere to go. So we come to the radio instead. Anyone that's awake in Maryland, we just want you to text us. We'll shout you out. Just thankful that you're here hanging out with us. 410-583-1065. Who's up? Veronica is here. Good morning to Miss Jackie, our Howard County School bus driver, bus 205. Cindy in Westminster. Good morning, Magic Mike. Jay from Glen Burnie. Jess R. from Westminster. We have Clever Kevin. John from Middle River. Terrence is here going on vacation tomorrow. Yo, have fun. Yes, sir. Uh, who else is up with us? John Dianapolis, locator. Sexy down from the Eastern Shore. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, are here. Good morning to our neighbors, uh, Lou and Glen Burnie, Christine, Cheryl, Terry, Lori, Miss Denise, Bus 558, Mama McJam is here. Sasser and Little Sasser and beautiful Beverly. Happy Wednesday. It is time for Would You Rather Wednesday. And this is an actual survey that came out this week that I want to ask you guys because uh, did you see this this morning about the dogs? No. <laughs> this is such a wild survey. Okay. I'll ask you the question first and we'll break it down. If you were to see a sinking boat, who would you save? Oh. Would you rather save one person or 100 dogs? Dude. <laughs> What the hell? Would you rather save one person uh-huh. or 100 dogs? You can't save both. Yeah. And don't play hypothetical. Don't be like, well, what if it's my mom versus what if it's my worst enemy? Just put somebody that you're either neutral or positive in that boat, okay? Yeah. Doesn't have to be your absolute favorite person ever. I think that might also change it a little bit. But if I just came to you and said, you see a boat sinking. The enemy is not in the boat. Correct. Okay. <laughs> the enemy. The <laughs> Whoever that person was, you just thought it was not in the boat, okay? That's so funny. You got one person or 100 dogs. Which one are you going to save and why? And I'll tell you. I actually have the Maryland answer for this, but I want to compare it against everybody answers, else's answers, too. Yeah. What do you got? I, I would go for the person. <sighs> I would. I, I think, like, just instinct. My instinct would go towards the human, and I would just save them. Just dogs. because I'm thinking, like, well, like let, let's, like, even take out personal connection or whatever. Yeah, just it maybe like, take a out, like, just a stranger. I'm just, like, I don't know if they're a mother, a sister, a father, if they have kids. Like, I'm just automatically going to go towards the human and try and save them. But what if the dog has kids? 
You ever thought about that? I'm saving the human. I don't think I could let a hundred dogs die. I mean, I don't want to see one person die. Obviously, I, you do because you just said well, you would do. You I don't would want. I don't want a hundred dogs' deaths on me. You know, like if I had to I answer it. I don't want to see the person die, but I do because I'm going for the dogs. If I had to choose it, I would. I think I would have to let. Yeah. One person pass. Now, y'all know I'm a dog guy, though, right? So. Honestly, how would you answer this? And I'm going to give you the Maryland answer because this was a real act. Somebody got paid to do this research study. I don't know why. <laughs> but I'm curious. If you saw a sinking boat, in that boat was either one human that was going to drown or there's going to be 100 dogs that drown. Which one would you really pick? Uh, text right here, 100 dogs. Yes. Zach, says, Zach from Dundalk says, I'd save the person, and then you'd have two people trying to save as many dogs as you can. That's good. That's not a loophole. <laughs> that's a good, Zach, you're done for the week, bro. What? No. That's, that's a loophole. That's, that's not a loophole. He's just saying I'd save the person, and that's an option. That's well, not like trying to get out of it. Let's he, imagine he's just the trying to help everybody just, relax. Uh, one right here. Well, to me, this is a trick question because at least the dogs are... And, uh, wait, what, what does this say? Okay, this is a trick question because the dog's natural instinct is to swim. Exactly. So I would nope. save the person. Uh, you're done. Anyways, <laughs> and more happier news. Happy 26th anniversary to Rose. Love, young blood. Yo, okay, so here's the deal. The question was, would you rather save one, if, if you saw a sinking boat, would you rather save one person or 100 dogs, right? So the this, they did a real survey about this here in Maryland. 23% of people said they'd save the dogs. So about a quarter of people. Yeah. I'm in that thing. 100, 100, 100 lifesavers. When your what? neighbors too right here, I'd save the dogs. They're cuter and would appreciate it more. They would. The appreciation level would be massive. That's funny. So 61% of people said that they would save the, the person. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else said they couldn't decide in there. Now We, we have a lot of those texts too, saving the person. Let's follow this up. They went down even a little bit further down this rabbit hole. What if it was 10 dogs and one person? Then 19% of people said they'd still save the dogs, okay? Mm. So just a little bit less said they'd save the dogs. Now the craziest stat this whole entire thing, what if it was one dog or one person? 14% of people said they'd still save the dogs. So that's your What Would You Rather Wednesday. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. This year, Preakness will have its own special brew, courtesy of the Guinness Open Gate Brewery. The Preakness Ale will be available on draft and in cans starting May 11th, and it's brewed with blood orange and hibiscus. Guinness describes their newest creation as a fruit-forward beer. And those who prefer Preakness cocktail can try a black-eyed Susan-inspired drink that blends the Preakness Ale with the pineapple mixer. The 148th Preakness is set for May 20th with the performances by Bruno Mars and more. Number two. New research reveals that the average Marylander spends $248 a week on groceries for their household and ends up throwing away about $60 worth of those groceries. That amounts to almost $3,000 a year we are wasting. And that's based on the average spending of $248 a week on groceries. One in 10 spend more than $500. Unused groceries include fruits and veggies that spoil before we get to them. Leftovers that we don't eat, just random stuff that sits around that, you know, we end up tossing it because we don't get around to it. The number one item wasted is lettuce. How frustrating nowadays, especially. I feel like two years ago and before, you could throw out a head of lettuce and you're like, it's fine. You know, it's three bucks. 
Now everything's like three times more expensive. I know. Like if your eggs go bad, you're you're financially ruined. You know what I mean? You spent you spent twenty seven dollars on those eggs, and yeah. now all of a sudden you got to be like I and I I think about it that way too. I won't go buy excess amount of stuff because I'm like. Am I actually going to eat all of this? Garage Boy and I need to be better at knowing what's in the fridge. So when yes. we go grocery shopping, not buying what we already have. It ain't what it used to be, man. Number one. The Jonas Brothers have announced that they will play three secret shows this month. And one of those shows is right here in Baltimore. The Joe Bros will perform in L.A. on April 25th, Dallas-Fort Worth on April 26th, and they'll be right here in Baltimore on April 28th. So what's really insane about this is nobody knows where they're going to be at. All we know is that this is going to be a very special, exclusive venue. So you can actually register right now through tomorrow at 1 p.m. with Ticketmaster Verified for your chance to buy tickets. And we also have your chance to win these tickets to this exclusive Jonas Brothers show tomorrow morning with us. Your first chance is going to be 8.15 and your second chance is going to be 9.15 right here on Mix 1065. Okay, let me ask you a question. It's a little self-centered, but go with me here. Do you feel like this Jonas Brothers concert is because of me? What are you talking about? If you think about the math here, I've been on like this rampage the last couple of months that like we never get the exciting shows, right? Like we don't. Taylor Swift, Going to every city around us. Mm-hmm. She'll be in Frederick for some reason before she comes to Baltimore. I'm like, what? Um, but and I'm like, I'm like, we got to do a better job of like getting like the big exciting shows. And you're telling me that just randomly, one of the biggest musical acts of this decade mm-hmm. is doing three shows in the whole entire country, and one of them happens to be in Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, is it me manifesting this kind of stuff? I don't know. But when I saw this, I was like, I think I'm owed a debt of gratitude this morning. For even putting that into the universe. From who? Everyone. Okay. Anyways, this is Jess, and that the was city. your top three. The city. You don't think so? No, fool. You don't think that's weird? No. That literally, I'm like, we I never get one good show. Nick, Kevin, and Joe were like, you know what? They heard the show. Thank God for Steven. They, they, I don't. They heard the show, and they no. were like, we need to throw a bottom more bone. They deserve it. Getting older is weird, right? Like, just for example, you're in the middle of planning your wedding right now. Mm-hmm. Didn't it seem just like yesterday you were, like, playing in a sandbox, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm an adult, and I am planning a wedding. It's very bizarre. Uh, and I'll tell you, I'm now officially, as of today, 45 days away from turning 40. Mm-hmm. And as I get closer to 40, I'm, I'm like... I'm feeling the things you guys have told me about. Like, as, like almost like a warning sign of, like, hey, just wait. Wait till you get 40. It really does become like a midlife crisis in a sense. And so I'm going to try a new segment out this morning. It's a... We interrupt this show to bring you a midlife crisis moment with Kramer. Because as I get older, I know you can relate to some of these. As I'm getting older and closer to 40, like 40-year-old stuff is kicking in, which is bizarre to me. I'm like, when did this, this guy was literally just in his parents' basement a few years ago playing Nintendo, right? <laughs> now he's in his own house playing Nintendo. Like, when did that happen? So when these happen, I'm going to bring them to you because I know you can relate to these. Dude, yesterday, this is so wild. Yesterday, I go over to Wilkins Subaru. They're one of our new sponsors for the show, right? And super nice people, by the way. It's me. And it's the owner, and it's the managers, and it's Jeremy Kahn from 101, uh, 105.7 The Fan, yeah. right? So they're all sitting around talking. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> and, they, and, and they bring up their kids, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And all of them have kids, and they're, they're kind of sharing stories about all of the sports their kids are into. Okay. 
And in my head... Yeah, Jeremy's like super involved. Well, Jeremy's also like just a few years older than me, I think. Okay. I think he's early 40s. Yeah, and right? he does like so much. So much. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's so like involved, involved in right? everything, yeah. But as they're talking about their kids... I'm assuming, uh-huh. because I forget, I'm literally almost 40. I'm thinking their kids are, like, going to soccer practice at age 7 or lacrosse, their very first lacrosse match of their lifetime at age 9. Oh, no way. They're talking about their kids that are in college. Yeah. <laughs> They're talking about yeah, their they, college. They, they have a whole ass human at home. Yeah, like a, they, do- like a adult. A man. <laughs> yeah. They have men and women yeah. as children now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when did that happen? Mm-hmm. Here I am, almost 40, their age, and I got no kids. And it seems like in my head, everyone still has like babies. Just because because that's not your life. That's just how you see kids. It, it, it's like I step back into parenting for a second. Because okay. even like most of my friends don't have kids. So stepping back into parenting and hearing these conversations about our kids' sports, uh-huh. I automatically assume... You assume that they're little. You don't assume that they're like 16. Can't you see 17. like a bunch of six-year-olds playing soccer? It seemed cute in my head mm. until I realized they're literally sophomores in college. Yeah. It was a wake-up call, people. It was a midlife crisis moment. Right now, it's time for Kid Jokes. family segment. People, as long as the kids keep it clean, which they do 98% of the time, it's, it's, all, it's all good. Sometimes it gets a little, a little dicey. A little questionable. What are kid jokes, Jess? It's when kids from all over the state of Maryland basically take over our show and they tell us their best and funniest jokes with their guardian's permission, of course, and then we do our best to solve them. And you may be sitting in your car thinking like, like how obviously this is probably like the easiest thing you guys do. It's actually the hardest thing that we do on this show. Jokes have changed, literally. They've changed a lot over the years, and kids are funnier now. But sometimes they're riddles, and they don't make sense. Just try these on. If you're a funny kid, can you call our Kid Joke hotline? That number's 855-KID-JOKE. Leave us your funniest joke, and then we are going to try to solve them this morning. Here we go. I'm Bank. I am nine years old. I live in Costco. My joke is, why the frog not cross the road? The question is, wait, what did he say? Why the frog? Why did the frog not cross the road? Why did the, why'd the, thank you, ooh, why'd I, the frog not cross the road? I feel like it has something to do with that, like, log game. Did you ever play that one? Frogger? I don't know. What would have to do with Frogger? Well, because he, he wouldn't cross the road because, like, something about, like, leaping. Why maybe leap year. Not? Leap. Okay, let's go with leap. Leaping. No, leap, just I, the, the visual. The visual is the game because, you know, they're like, bloop, 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 bloop. So you they're trying to the cross cars the street. Were, the cars were coming? Right. They're literally, the they're, that's the game. It's is, literally trying to cross the street. Is it Frogger the cars are coming? I'm not still. So, waiting for you to get towed. <gasps> oh. Waiting to get towed. <laughs> waiting to get towed. That was cute. That's amazing. 855 Kid Joke. I'm Riley, I'm nine years old, and I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. And my kid joke today is, what's a snowman's favorite drink? It's a great day for snowman jokes again. Favorite drink. Ooh, icy? Icy would make sense. I would think icy. You know what? Let's go with our gut. Frosty? (sighs) Damn it, Jessica. I'd say, let's go frosty. Those are both really good. I'm going to say Frosty. I think Frosty because that's the name of the snowman. Yeah. God, you're good today. Is that, show it, show us Frosty. A McFlurry. <gasps> oh, duh. 
da 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 da. Oh my gosh! Also, you guys, I, I I didn't tell you, I was able to snag the strawberry shortcake McFlurry that just got released from McDonald's for yeah. today. Today, it's good. Oh, you haven't tried it yet. You, do you know that's like a massive thing? Like they, this is like limited well, edition. It, it just seemed like a random time to bring it up. It's a McFlurry. I didn't know if you had it, it was like the best day of your life or the worst day of your life. Usually, it's like, oh my god, I had the best day of my life yesterday. <laughs> tell me that's not yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Allie. I'm 10 years old, and I live in Forestville, Maryland. And my joke is, how do you greet a pair of women's shoes? How do you greet a pair of women women's shoes? Women's shoes? How do you women, greet them? How do you greet them? Oh, man. Very uh, appropriately. He- oh, hi, heels. Oh, my God. That's what I was saying. Hi, heels. Oh, yes, my God. That one was That's cute. I like that one. 855 Kid Joke. My name is Kaden. I'm 11. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. And my joke is, what has four wheels and flies? What has four Jess. wheels and flies? You've been you've been on fire. Sometimes Jessica's so off the rails on this segment. What is it? Sorry, sorry, not sorry for being creative and I think outside the box. Has sir. four wheels. Four wheels and flies. And it flies. What has four wheels and it flies? I, mean, I don't know. Let's let's be creative. Let's think of a fly, okay? Because I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna think of a fly. I'm trying and to think. Is there wheel. something in Harry Potter? Why would it be Harry Potter? I don't know. See, I was I gave you I gave you credit before it was due. Mm. Why would it be Harry Potter? Okay, what what has four wheels? Oh my god! I feel like we should know this. Like having to do with the fly? A four. I don't four know. wheels and fly. A garbage truck. Because it has four. Okay, it has four wheels. But what is it? And it has flies around it because stinky. That was good. I'm pretty sure that Jess is going to lose her mind over this phone call that we have to make. And if you've been here for the last couple of weeks, you might you might lose your mind over this too because it's it's almost it's like almost ridiculous. Hello, this is Marty. Hello, Marty. It's Kramer and Jess. Kramer and Jess, how are you? We're good. Jess, how do we know Marty? Marty uh, works for Chili's, and he overheard my dilemma on the air when I was talking about the fact that the original Chicken Crispers has been removed from the entire world, and Chili's <laughs> decided, true. exactly, they're gone, and I don't know what's going on, and I need them to come back to yeah. Chili's. Marty, what's your official title? Director of Operations. Yeah, the, like the big boss of Chili's, right? And Marty, for the last... God, month, six weeks now. Jess has been on an absolute rampage over here. On change.org. Trying to bring back the original crisp. What original chicken crispers. <laughs> chicken crispers. Over yes, the OGs. Yeah. Yes. We talked to you. We talked to you a few weeks ago. And mm-hmm. you gave Jess a glimpse of hope. That maybe possibly there would be able to be a goodbye ceremony to this food item that she feels like was ripped away away from her soul and we heard that today you may have some news for us so just to be honest i started making phone calls i found the last case of our chili's tempura batter that we used for the og crispers i had them fedex a whole case 35 pounds of this batter to my home (laughs) so i can invite you in and give you the proper send-up for you and a couple friends and uh this will be the last time they ever hit our fryers what are you First off, where, where where was the last batch? I can't imagine where you had to pull this thing from. Do you remember Miami. where it was? Yeah, Miami, Florida. It was in Miami. So he lit Marty These literally. These are the last OG Crispers in the entire world? Yeah, Jeff, my FedEx driver was not happy dropping a 35-pound case of anything off <laughs> my front door. Oh, 
so, so, Marty, what you're telling me is that Jess will officially be the last person, not only in the state of Maryland, but in the whole entire country, to taste the original chicken crispers. By far, the last person, unless Garage Boy or yourself, has to take that last bite, one or the other. <laughs> what, Marty? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Honestly... It's like, I don't think I'll ever get over the heartbreak because obviously it's a loss that I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life. But the fact that you've done this and that you're giving me one last chance to say goodbye to something that's so important to me and my childhood and my family, like, this is like the best thing on the planet. Yeah, well, I hear we've all lost a good friend as a menu item in our life. I lost a couple of them over 40 years with the brand, but yeah. I made new friends and new faves. That's right. So, you know, that's what I want to see you move into the Crispy Crisper platform and uh, try to put some closure on this for you. Well, Marty, you're you're a good man. Just know that that we Thanks. this this is not. Go I'm going under. to remember this for the rest of my life, Marty. <laughs> this is more important than her wedding day, as I believe me. It'll be in my yearly focal point reviews. I'm sure I'll remember it for the rest of my life. <laughs> All right, Marty, we're going to get this whole thing set up, and we cannot wait for Jess to be the officially last person on in the whole entire country to Great. eat the chicken crisper. So, thank you so much. No worries. Looking forward to seeing both of you and whoever else. If you've ever lost a pet, I hope this segment just warms your heart because I know how hard those moments can be. <laughs> Today in Dogs. Yes, it says Mix 1065. We call this Today in Dog News. I was the father to a 14 and a half year old Chihuahua. Her name was Kiki. She passed away about seven weeks ago. God, this story is getting me emotional as I'm even getting into this. So as a forever dog dad, even though I don't currently have one, I'll always be a forever dog dad. Yeah. I'm the one to bring you the news in the dog world. And I don't know if you saw this story or not, but this was so sweet. I know that everyone was talking about the Boston Marathon, which happened on Sunday, but there was a story that happened that you may not have seen that had to do with dogs. This was this was just super sweet. Did you see this? Yeah. So there were a hundred golden retrievers and their families who participated in a walk from Boston Commons to the finish line during the Boston Marathon on Sunday. It was all in honor of one beloved golden retriever. I'm going to get emotional about this. Uh, This golden retriever's name was Spencer. And Spencer waved a Boston Strong flag for the Boston Marathon for years. And he was actually named the official dog of the 126th Boston Marathon. So he was like the official one, right? Yeah. But unfortunately, and this is where it gets sad, is that Spencer actually lost his battle with cancer Mm. earlier in the year. Mm -hmm. He was 13 years old, right? Sad enough. I could stop right here. We'd all be sad, right? Gets worse before it gets better. A week after Spencer's passing, his sister Penny also passed away at 11. So you can imagine, as, as someone who just had a dog pass away, I know it's like the worst feeling. And and I'm even still sitting here thinking like, I wish that I could do something. And I'm in the works trying to like get some kind of positivity in memorial of Kiki, my dog. But I'm so proud of this family because what they did was in honor of Spencer and Penny that passed away. They have a, a Massachusetts Golden Meetups organization. Mm-hmm. And what they did was to, to plan to walk this year's Boston Marathon. What they did was they got together a hundred golden retrievers. And their families. And the families. And they put on golden strong bandanas uh-huh. onto these dogs. 
And then they also carried one of the flags that Spencer would carry for the Boston Strong flags oh, as well. sweet. Because of this, they were able to raise $1,000 uh, for by selling these bandanas. And it all went to the Morris Animal Foundation. I just think it was such an amazing tribute. I think any of us that lose dogs, we're always trying to be like, what can we do to like memorialize? I'm so proud of the fact that up in Boston, they were able to do that. And that is today in dog news. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. What is your name? That's Jess. Number three. A cause of death has been determined for singer Aaron Carter. According to his autopsy, the 34-year-old musician drowned in a bathtub after inhaling compressed air and taking Xanax. The manner of death was ruled accidental. Aaron was found unresponsive in his bathtub in his home in California November 5th, 2022, and was pronounced dead at the scene, and he had struggled with substance abuse, relationship difficulties, and mental health problems for years. I'm... I don't know enough to speak. First of all, that's very sad. Second off, I don't know enough to speak on the whole huffing thing. Um, He he passed out doing the inhaling the compressed air Mm -hmm. uh, and with the Xanax. He just, he was unconscious. And that's been a thing for like a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, this is not the first time you'll hear a story like this. I don't, I don't really know how that works. I don't, do you know how that even, like, it's, it's, how, it's, how you get a high from it's that? It's literally compressed air from, like, a can. Yeah. And, and like, cans use, like, these, this is, like, flammable air yeah. that can catch on fire, and you're inhaling it, and you're, it's, it is terrifying. It is obviously life-threatening, and just, it is such a devastating story. It's just wild, because it's something, obviously, you can go to, like, the office supply store and just buy. So, like, when you hear stories like this, you're like, damn, man, like, that's... Like, that's how somebody goes out. Mm -mm. That's super sad. 
Number two. The Love is Blind reunion was a flop Sunday night with technical difficulties canceling what was supposed to be a live stream on Netflix. But apologetic Netflix officials are pleased with the viewership um, that actually has happened from since now it's actually up. 6.5 million viewers have already watched the Love is Blind reunion saying, quote, you know, we apologize. We hate that these things happen, but we'll learn from it and we'll get better. Have you watched the reunion since it was up? No, I'm only on like episode three or four, so I'm a little behind on it. Oh, really? But I was one. I don't I don't keep up with that show religiously. Like I watch it. There's nothing else to watch. Oh. I would like you, though, because Jess is a huge, um, what's the word? Like, she she defends Netflix live events to the death over here. Okay, first of all, it was <laughs> it was one. They've had one, you? and it was Chris Rock, and it was at the Hippodrome. So, hell yeah, I defended it because it was happening right here in Baltimore. I argued, and I'll argue the same thing. And that went smoothly. Ours that was did fine. perfectly fine. That was fine. Thank you okay? very much. I don't think, and I'll go back to this, and I want to see if you agree with this. I don't think that we need these live shows. I don't care enough because now, okay, y'all were pissed. I just watched the whole thing go down on social media and just watched y'all be yeah, pissed about it. Yeah, people were so angry. Would you have been as upset as if you knew that was pre-recorded but it actually got to you on time? The answer is absolutely not. What in the world needed to be live? Like, why did we, why did they, again, I'm, I, I've am i never watched Love is Blind, but I'm just trying to, okay, so why, like. Why live? Okay, why so like, let's say, anymore? like, let's say Jersey Shore Family Vacation had, like, a live reunion on Netflix. What year is this? I literally would, I would be so excited. I would, I just, I just want to watch it live because it's messier live and I want I it. I don't get it. Number one. The Jonas Brothers have announced that they will play three secret shows this month and one of those shows is taking place right here in your city. The Joe Bros will perform in LA on April 25th. Then they're going to head to Dallas-Fort Worth on April 26th. And then they're going to be in Baltimore on April 28th. As we've been sharing with you guys, we know what you know. We don't know where this is going to be. We don't know what time they're going to be showing up. We have no idea. We just know that this is going to be very exclusive and very special. So you can actually register right now until 1 p.m. tomorrow with Ticketmaster Verified Fan for your chance to buy these tickets or be back here same time tomorrow morning for your chance to win them at 8.15 and 9.15 with us. I'm taking just a little bit of credit for this whole situation, too. And listen to my rationale. If you have listened to the show the last month or so, I've been arguing the fact that, like, Baltimore never gets the big, exciting shows. We get, like, the old-timers. You keep saying that, but, like, I feel like things have been announced. Where's Taylor? Like, things have, like, literally been announced. Where's Beyonce? Beyonce's in PG County. She, no, she yes, that's that is Maryland. That's, that's, that's not that's not Baltimore. Whatever, Baltimore never dude. gets gets like the really big exciting shows. So for the fact that I personally was able to get the Jonas Brothers to come after hearing he that, he didn't. That's just that's just a false statement I that he's claiming right now. I think that's incredible, and you're welcome, by the way. This is Justin. That was your top three. If your kid makes a mess at a location that provides service, whose responsibility is it to clean that up? This is a big debate on Twitter this morning. I saw this and I'm like, dang, man, I don't even know. I'm not sure whose responsibility, where the responsibility lies between parents and then being in the service industry, you know? This is Mix 106.5. It's Kramer and Jess. I'll give you the backstory here. There's a Toronto Blue Jays pitcher. His name is Anthony Bass, and he took to Twitter because he was complaining that the flight attendants on the flight he was taking with his wife and his kids. Oh, he's a baseball player? Yeah, he's a baseball player. Oh, okay. Um, 
what the, he thought that what the flight attendant was making his wife do seemed inappropriate. What he tweeted was he said, the flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with five-year-old and two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up popcorn mess made by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? Okay. Now, this thing has gone wildly viral this morning. It's got like 13,000 replies we could go through. But I'm, I'm genuinely curious how you feel about that. He, I think the way he sees this as, hey, listen, I paid for this flight. It comes with flight attendants. Yes, my kids made a mess, but that is your responsibility to clean that up. Mm. So I'll read you a couple of responses. And most of these responses, by the way, are going in on him being like, dude, like what? Yeah, I don't think he got the response he thought he was going to get. It said one of these responses says uh, genuinely curious who should clean up the mess of your two year old maid as a parent of three kids. I'm the one responsible for him. Somebody else tweeted back, said, um, 22 weeks, get over yourself. Pregnant women lift weights, they run corporations, they work in fields and take care of a lot of other things. This mess is, uh, this small mess shouldn't be an issue. It takes two minutes. Unless, of course, you're raising your kids to be entitled and we expect everyone to wait on us. But then some people are on the other side. They're saying, like, there's a woman actually that commented who is a, uh, she's a former flight attendant and she's now an etiquette expert. And she says, honestly, it's kind of on the flight attendants because the popcorn was served by the airline. So it's kind of their responsibility to clean it up. Okay. So what side are you on on this? Parents, like, how does that make you feel? If your kids make a mess in a location that has service provided, whose responsibility is it? Jess, how does that story hit you? So I'm looking at the picture and the popcorn is everywhere. It's not just like a little bit. It's it's literally all over the place. Yeah. Um, and but when I when I saw this story, it makes me think of like before every single time before I've gotten off a flight, before we get off the plane, the flight attendant goes on to the intercom and is like, you know, can you please grab all your trash? And as we walk around, you can put it in the bag. So, like, I I don't think that it all falls on one person, but it's also it, it's not out of the ordinary for all of us to pick up our own trash. Do I think she could have gotten all the popcorn? No. But do I think it's an absurd amount and, and a crazy looking mess to make and then just to get up and not do anything about it when everyone everyone gets their trash and puts it together and throws it away. Well, you know me, what I mean? Let's take this one step further. You were a server oh, yeah. for many years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say that you had a kid come into a restaurant. Kid mm-hmm. makes a mess. You wouldn't you wouldn't ask that family to clean up their mess. Like you would know that as the server, that was your responsibility. Like they imagine that say and, and, and again. So I'll speak to the server situation because I've been in those situations a lot of times. Now with that, I have seen parents and families take advantage of that fact because families have brought in like other things that we aren't serving mm-hmm. and like their own snacks and all this kind of stuff. And like literally it would look like an explosion took place at the table. And with that kind of thing, it's like, yes, we we're there to, like for the service as far as like your meal, but I'm not there to pick up after your kids. And I think that there's needs to be a happy medium between both people. And I feel like sometimes as far as when you're working in the service industry, that's taken advantage of. Man, I don't think so. I think if, if, you're, if your restaurant serves food and that food is on the floor because of a kid, it is your responsibility. And so if that's the rule, then it has to be kind of applicable anywhere. I don't think the Southwest, or sorry, uh, United Airlines can say, oh, well, you know, it's not my responsibility to clean up after you, you know, because your kids made a mess. 
how do you feel about this? 410-583-1065. If your kids made a mess at a place that has service, whose responsibility is it to clean it up? Uh, this is Amanda from Baltimore. Amanda, what do you what do you think? If you take your kids to an establishment that provides service and your kid makes a mess, whose responsibility is it to clean up? So coming from a mom and a server, it's like I'm a mom. I clean up after my kids. And like how Jess was saying, like somebody brings a whole bunch of stuff, like, you know, food and stuff, and then they leave it. It's like a catastrophe. Yeah. Me as a server, I'm going to clean it up because I'm I'm just that good as a server. But in the back of my head, I'm like, dang it, why didn't these parents clean up just a little bit? You know what I mean? Now, in my mind, I like on that flight, I think what that girl did, getting on her hands and knees, cleaning up after her kids, is respectable. I mean, of course. Like, who wouldn't clean up after her kids? But I, I think, don't think that the, I would clean up after I, my kid like that. I don't. That's sad. I think that the, yes, yeah, no offense, because you're not a parent. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever served before. <laughs> it's true. It is I'm true. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, yeah. if you're a parent, you're not going to, A, let your kid. And if you are, like, like... He was being entitled, I think, in that tweet. Yeah. To be honest. It was it was it was a tacky move. I'm not gonna argue that. But I don't yeah. think the sentiment is wrong. I mean, like that's what they're there for to clean up. If you're a server, right. you're there to clean up after Flight me. attendants have literally I've heard them say on the intercom, like, hey, we don't have we have another like another set of passengers coming on right after this. Yeah, like, Can you please up. pick up after yourselves? Sure, they have said yeah. that and everybody does it. Everyone does it. It's just like if you And not only that, maybe they should respect it and not I mean, I know how kids get but once you start seeing that like i didn't see the picture but as jess is saying like how it's all that popcorn's all over the place no offense why is the kid throwing popcorn all over the place like mm. that Maybe like still, especially in a, a small space well here's the thing i just for what i've taken from this segment is i feel like servers are getting a little entitled I do. Uh, no, uh, servers bust their butt. Well, I'm gonna be saying, honest. We're like slaves, like, yeah, and like, and I get ridiculous. it for that short period of time. Like, we're running all over the place. But you guys gotta realize too, we have so many tables at one time. Like, you can have six or seven tables that have five or six people, and they're all asking for stuff. You think you want to stop what you're doing? I bust my tables. We oh. don't have any bus boys. Yeah. So you, Listen, you, you gotta you. think. I'll tip you 30%. Everybody wants 30%. Now. I'll tip you 30%. Listen, yeah, it doesn't matter. Good. It doesn't matter how much money you're trying to throw at somebody. Right. It's a respect it's thing, respect. and everyone deserves it's a respect, respect. Just, just clean up after me. That's part of your job. That's that's the, that's where we're leaving. It is, but, like, when you go out, like, I'm going to be honest with you. Do you, like, when you leave the table, do you clean up and, like, stack up, like, no, no, you know, some of your plates? That's, that's your job. No, he does yeah, but you see, no offense, you're like a little entitled. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. Okay, I, I hear you. Thank you so much for calling us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. You too. Is is that entitlement? Yeah. To think that, like, when yes. I go to a place where they have people that do jobs, that they're just supposed to do the jobs? Yeah, you are acting entitled, and you sound spoiled, <laughs> and I'm honestly disgusted with your behavior right now. That's, that's what the job is. The flight attendant is supposed to clean up. Now, again, if this was a huge, dis- like, like, for example, if the kid were to go and to get toilet paper out of there and, like, throw it all over, like, that's one thing. A kid dropped their food. No, it honestly does not look like they dropped the popcorn on accident. It it was, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. Clean up after yourself, you entitled, spoiled prick. That's a text that we just got this morning. <laughs> and I'm not sure if that's at me or if that's at a parent. I'm not really quite sure. I think that's to you. Wow. Sherry, what do you think in this situation? You take your kids to an establishment where their service provided. Whose job is to clean up after them? Hi. Good morning. morning. So I think that a lot of this is a generation issue because 
if your children are very trifling and messy, you probably shouldn't be taking them to a restaurant anyway. You should probably keep them home. <laughs> but in reality, on that plane situation, you know, with the popcorn all over the floor, yeah. a two- and five-year-old, if you drop candy on the floor, think about an Easter egg hunt. They're going to run around as fast as possible and yeah. pick it all up true. quickly. It's true. Right? right? So, But because it's popcorn, they're not really interested. And in a plane... Uh, the flight attendants are there to ensure safety of the passengers and such. They are not there as a cleaning service. So if the parents made their two- and five-year-old pick up the popcorn, they surely should do it. Yeah. I'm not sure why it's in question. I right. disagree with that because that's who comes up and down the aisle to get your trash. No, exactly. The they, no, they, cup, they go up and down the aisle to pick up the trash that you need to gather yourself and throw away. So it is a group effort. I don't know why this has me so fired up. Apparently, uh, thank you for calling us. Cindy apparently is really upset with me. Cindy, why, what's wrong? What's wrong, Cindy? Because you do not have children, A, and you apparently must have had a vacuum cleaner attached to your butt when you were a child so that somebody cleaned up after you. It is not anybody else's responsibility but mine as a parent to ensure well-behaved children, if my kids drop, flop, or do anything, I should make the attempt to clean up. It is not a waitress, a bartender, a stewardess, a clerk in a store, anybody's responsibility to take care of my children. Furthermore, if you're in school, you must be the same type of individual who's going to think it's the teacher's responsibility to make sure the child behaves. Mm. Heck no. It's your responsibility as a parent to work with the school to make sure your child behaves. This is the same type of problem with children if they're messy or they're ill-mannered. Okay. Kids it is a generational issue, and you are much younger than I. So clearly, you don't see this as a problem. You should hold a door open for an older person. You should be respectful and say please and thank yes, you. Yes, absolutely. People don't do that anymore. I agree but with all those. It's the same thing with cleaning up. If I'm out someplace and I have three children, very ranging um, ages. Mm -hmm. I have a daughter that's also autistic. I would never, when my daughter misbehaves at school, my derriere is there, and I am in tandem with the teachers on whatever is the appropriate um, repercussion for her behavior. Okay, okay, when on, she was on. a child and up to an adult, let me, it's no different. Let me take you back, though, to the point here. Let me let me get back to this this whole thing. Oh, I know what the point is. Well, let's get if back to the cleaning up part. you drop something on a plane, yeah. you should be picking it up. If you drop something in a grocery store, you make every attempt. A movie theater, in a restaurant. I, as I'm almost 60 years old, I make sure that my area in a restaurant is cleaned up and I put stuff together. It is not someone's responsibility to take care of me in that way. Okay, let me. They're let me, there in the restaurant to bring me food to take my order. Cindy, let me give, let me give you up. let me give you a hypothetical. Then let's we take another another mm -hmm. good example where service is provided. Let's say you go to a grocery store. You mentioned grocery store. Let's say that your kid uh, grabs a jar of pasta sauce and it falls on the ground. Are you telling me you're going to uh -huh. get a, a, a mop and a bucket from the front and you're going to go back and clean it yourself? I would absolutely, I would first make sure that I ensured that the glass and everything else was away, which I've had that happen with my children, away from anybody else so they weren't, wouldn't get hurt. Yeah. I would ask someone to please go get the clerk 
um, at the store or the manager so we can clean it up. I have absolutely, in Wegmans, <laughs> have helped them clean up. I don't... I'm, that's I'm impressed. Thank you, thank you so much, I'm Cindy. impressed. Can we move on to a topic we all can agree on, which is that Old Bay is just the best thing ever? To Bay or not to Bay? That is the Maryland question. Old Bay will save the show today. It is our hero. It's our savior. This is the spice of the gods, and we've given it its very own segment on the show called To Bay or Not To Bay. Jess, how do we do this? So originally, this was just supposed to be a short thing and then tried Old Bay on different things because when we moved here, everyone was saying you can put Old Bay on anything. So we wanted to test that theory and make it more fun and put it on things you probably would not typically put Old Bay on. And now it's basically just taken over our show. So what are we going to try this week? We have the new strawberry shortcake McFlurry from McDonald's. Now, this was a mission to get people Yesterday, it debuted, and I know it was kind of popping up at different McDonald's and stuff like that, but I went yesterday to try to get this thing because that was the official release day, and it was all out. It was all out. And they were like, you got to come back at 4 p.m. because we're getting another shipment of everything, and hopefully you come back. So I go back well, to really, get really this quick. McFlurry. Can I, can I say this really quick? As, as a patron of someone that went to a fast food restaurant, I would assume if I came back at 4 o'clock that nobody would have been there to get this thing. They no. obviously would have heard that and been like, okay, well, obviously I'll get it another day, another time. Everybody was there. Everybody was there to get this McFlurry. There was a line and people were waiting and I got it. Okay. It's very cute. So this is the the talked about food item of the week. Yeah, I did. Um, Just because have we got caught yet? up, I did not take this out of the freezer as soon as I should. So forgive me. This is going to be a little Wait, difficult. Is it frozen? Is the spoon frozen in there? Yeah, it's frozen in there. <laughs> Okay, so right now I'm gonna try it without the old bay. Okay, this you gotta watch this when I post this. This is so ridiculous right now. I have a regular spoon and I'm trying to get the McFlurry around the McFlurry spoon that has been frozen into my strawberry shortcake McFlurry. All right, try it. This is the very first bite of this strawberry. The straw- limited edition. Yeah. You, you have a face. What's the face? What's oh. the face? Okay, that's good. Like it's really it's just cold. cold. Oh, it's cold. It's really cold, and I also, um, I'm not like a real fruit dessert person. Yeah. So I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. I don't know what these little sprinkles are. These like strawberry, you hear that? Is that? It kind of tastes like Captain Crunch, I'm not going to lie. That's like the cake part, right? Or supposed to be? Okay, so let's see. Can we make this better? If we were to take Old Bay and add it to this cheesecake, this strawberry strawberry shortcake, shortcake, McFlurry. McFlurry. First ever limited edition, people. Is it more Maryland and in turn than better? Here we go. I don't think this is going to be good. Mm. It's okay. <laughs> it just seems unnecessary. Yeah. I mean. Why? It's, your it's, your it's face not, screams why right now. Yeah, exactly. It's not making me want to throw up, but it's also like, why would I do that? <laughs> okay. It doesn't make sense. So the McDonald's strawberry shortcake McFlurry on its own fire. Do not add the old bay. Okay. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 